Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. 312-30-0980. Russell and Medhurst, another hour. Burgundy Gold today at 12. Hoffman from the Combine at 3. Right here on the Team 980. Hoffy Hoff! Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. I wonder if he went to St. Elmo's last night. That's usually where they go in Indianapolis. Yeah. That's, well, where that's where the big, big wigs, hitters go. Yeah, that's and where Craig the heavy Hoffman hitters is go. a big hitter. I mean, he he's on a big a, budget. He uh, gets an A for strength training, right? Yeah. Well, absolutely. He, and room, he's got a, a much better, bigger budget than we do. I mean, we, we're doing Radio Todd with two, both of our arms behind our back. Uh, Hoffman's only got like a half of an arm tied behind his back. Dan's so got a yacht. We have a yeah, canoe. Yeah. Uh, Hoffman took a private plane uh, to Indianapolis from what sources tell me. Uh, and he had caviar. Uh, and he had lobster. Lobster. Travel A plus yeah. for Craig Hoffman. Yes. Athens Clark. <laughs> F minus for us on the suit with Parkway every morning. <laughs> Athens Clark County, Georgia Police. <laughs> with an arrest warrant for Jalen Carter. He posted $4,000 mm-hmm. uh, bond. Apparently. I wonder where he got that money from. Uh, it's easy to come by uh, for a guy like Jalen Carter. He's one of the top prospects in the upcoming NFL draft, allegedly racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against the 2021 Ford Expedition driven by a recruiting staffer, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix. She blew a .17, or she didn't blow it, her toxicology, because she unfortunately passed away. The toxicology showed a .17 blood level for LaCroix while she was racing with Carter. According to the police reports, speed at one point showed Carter's vehicle allegedly going, or the SUV driving by LaCroix, rather, traveling at 104 miles an hour shortly before the crash. So, I mean... Carter allegedly, who didn't stay at the scene, returned to the scene less than two hours later, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution report, which reported that he was asked by police whether he had been racing the vehicle that crashed. At first, Carter told police he heard the crash from a nearby apartment complex, (laughs) then later told an officer he had been driving behind both and beside the SUV driven by LaCroix. But then the Journal-Constitution obtained surveillance video showing them leaving from a downtown's Athens location, and it showed all three vehicles. There was a third vehicle driven by Bulldogs linebacker Jamin Dumas-Johnson, and Carter denied racing to the officer who observed no signs that the 310-pound offensive lineman had been drinking. So, obviously, right now, reckless driving charges, uh, the biggest thing there. And the, the in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of things, Jalen Carter's not doing any jail time. We know that. So teams at this point, Chris, get a little bit of cold feet. So Jalen Carter may not go number one. He may not go number two. The question ultimately becomes, how far does he fall in the draft? And if you're the Washington Commanders at number 16, you have a chance all of a sudden to add a massive talent to what is already a very good defensive line. Do you take a chance on a player who obviously his playing value severely outweighs where you would grab him at number 16? 
So here's the the best answer I can come up with is hell yeah with trepidation. Here's the deal. Jalen Carter's what? At worst, probably top five on everyone's draft board. Yeah, if you have him outside of your top right. five, you're just you're just not good at your okay. job. So if you're at 16 and he's there, and it's sort of, sort of, a need position, because we don't know what Fedarian Mathis is going to be coming off of a broken leg. We have no idea. We didn't get to see him for, with the exception of, like, what, uh, 20 snaps in the regular season? Um, we have no idea if Deron Payne wants to stay here or not no matter how much money you throw at him. We have no idea. So to say that Jalen Carter is not a need position, so you couldn't you you couldn't take him is is utterly absurd. Of course it is. Beyond the fact that again, even if you have him ranked as low as 5, you just said what you said. I'll let what you said even if you have him as low as five, you're at 16. That is incredible value. Now, when I say with trepidation, Pete, going back to yesterday, you can PR pro me until you're blue in the face. I understand where you're getting at. PR pros mean absolutely nothing to me. I'm telling you I'm scared to death that Jalen Carter is reckless, irresponsible, and immature as a human being because of what happened that night. Now, maybe that's unfair. I'm I'm telling you, trepidation is different than, hell no, I won't do it. I won't consider it trepidation. But I am scared to death that, jail, that what I am inviting into my building, even at a tremendous football value, is someone who is not prepared to handle the spotlight and the pressure and the expectations of being an adult male. Got to be honest with you, it's a better answer than I expected from you because I thought you might still be on the – there's a part of you that five or six years ago would have said, absolutely not. There's no chance Correct. I'm bringing that guy into my building. Correct. Why the change? Um, it's. I mean, it's a great question. All I can attribute it to is maturity on my end, number one, seasoning on my end, and a, a more sympathetic understanding of how difficult situations in life is because I've been through – I mean, just not without bitching, but I, I mean, I've been through a lot of hell over the last, you know, seven or eight years. But let me. Some let me, of which I created. But, but also, isn't it observing NFL teams to the point where mm-hmm. they look at this stuff and go, eh, not a big deal. That I, guy's a great football player. I know, but I don't know how many organizations go, eh, I think we not have, a big I think deal. We, but I think we have fewer and fewer Bill Polians now. Old school guys. Ooh, that, that's a good. That's a good. That point. would that would look at this as a massive character flaw and say, "Oh, can't touch him." Here, you here, know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I would say, and not saying Bill is one right. of those types. I'm just talking about well, in no, terms no, of. I think you're right on GMs that. that are a little more geriatric yeah. at this point in their lives, and you know, go more by the book. Oh, I, we can't touch him. He's I, got character flaws. I think you're right on. I think this staff, Martin Mayhew. Uh, Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, just let's use them. Obviously, Marty Herney works into and all the road scouts and whatever. I think this staff would be more willing to take a little bit of a risk, what they identify as a little bit of a risk, character floor-wise, proof in the pudding. Like, like here's the deal. I don't know 
enough about Jalen Carter outside of how good he is on the football field and outside of this incident to make a full judgment of his character. What I'm telling you is to say you have no trepidation, to say you have no fear, to say you have all the belief in the world that we know Jalen Carter and you don't, I think is hard for me to fathom and buy. But if they said, look, guys, at 16, he was too good of a value to pass up. We understand there are some questions. We've done our homework. We've taught here our SEC lead scout, our Southeast Regional lead scout, our road scouts, our cross checkers, uh, Martin Mayhew. We had him here for a top 30 visit. Uh, we talked to his agent. We talked to um, Kirby Smart. We talked to uh, uh, who's the defensive coordinator at, at Georgia. Um, help me out. Uh, I don't remember. Um, like, like if they got to the podium Thursday night, the first night of the draft, and, and we saw that scenario play out, Again, I think there's a right way you could present it and a wrong way you could present it. To say we have no concerns at all, no questions, no no reservations would be stupid. To say, hey, look, we acknowledge that a very serious event happened that cost the life lives of two people, two innocent people. We feel comfortable with all of our interviewing, all of our background work, all of our scouts, all of our personnel people, the visits that we've had, the people that we've talked to, that this was a one-time isolated incident and this is not Jalen Carter. That's the way you should present it. I I mean, that's the way you should present it. Whether that happened, I mean, I can't imagine that he falls that far. But if he did at 16, absolutely I would do it. And take that risk because I think it's worth the risk. Wanted to, uh, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Will Muschamp uh, oh, and, yeah. um, oh, God, what's his name? It's uh, um, Glenn, 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 not Glenn Joyce, my father-in-law, Glenn Schumann. Those are, they're, I think they're co-defensive they're coordinators, coordinators uh, okay. at Georgia. I want to pull up the entire statement from Jalen Carter that he put out at Breadman Jalen on Twitter saying, this morning I received a telephone call. From the Athens, Georgia Police Department, informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports also have circulated this morning containing inaccurate information. Concerning the tragic events of January 15th, it is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind that when all of the facts are known that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. That sounds like his lawyer says, look, we've got enough to make sure we get you off in this situation. Maybe even just a look. I don't know if they've got any proof, if they can find proof, cameras somewhere along the way um, that these guys were racing. You know, maybe maybe you end up with a fine and probation and stuff like that. That's usually what happens in a situation um, like this. He's not going to be suspended by the NFL, by the way, because not no, even, not even not. in the NFL. No. So you don't have to worry about that. I, I think we should. I, I I think we should throw this out to the the Commanders fans. If the Commanders are at sixteen and somehow Jalen Carter is there, yay or nay? As simple as I can make it. Whatever reasons you have, whatever you know. Now listen, he was banged up a little bit this year. He didn't play. You know. Um, uh, I think he missed like three games uh, and and was limited the first part of the season. But when he came back, he was still destroying people. Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, he pretty much plays Deron Payne's position almost to a T. 
right? So I, I'm just saying yes with trepidation would be my answer. You'd what have to would sit in the room. You'd have to sit in the room across from him and right, find him to be believable right. or not. They don't have that opportunity. Because he's back at the Combine today. Yeah. He's returned yeah. to the Combine. Absolutely. So he is, I think, in many respects, had he gone back to Athens and just kind of hid in the cocoon for right now. So that's where your PR thing comes in? I think the fact that he's come back to the Combine, mm-hmm. willing to answer the bell. Good, good sign. Is... I can see a, that. he went back to Athens to make sure he answered to the police department, right. got posted the bond, all that, so he's back right. out, so he can go back to the combine. But I think the fact, maybe it gave him a chance to get with some PR people and say, hey, you're going back to the combine, teams are going to talk to you, here's how you have to present yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it gave him a chance to decompress a little bit, talk to those people who can now help him present himself mm-hmm. in a way that helps him maintain that status as a potential draft pick. Because now it simply comes down to me and you sitting in a room and me believing me as I'm looking into your eyes what you're telling me, that you're that type of guy. Now, again, this isn't a drug-related charge. He wasn't driving under the influence, as police have already stated, even though the girl that was driving the other vehicles, toxicology at .197. He's been exonerated on any of that type of activity. This was just essentially being a little overzealous and driving too fast. Guess what? We all drive really fast. Unfortunately, they happen to do it a little recklessly, thus the reckless driving charge. And unfortunately, multiple people lost their life. Well, see, see, I think you're diminishing this. How? I mean, from a criminal, like, like from a charges and warrant standpoint and all that stuff. I mean, it's just misdemeanor charges. He contributed in some way, shape, or form to two people dying. He didn't make her drive a vehicle that. with a .17 toxicology. I understand that, but, but he was speeding, correct? Yes, that's, okay. and that's why I reckless. it's right. a reckless driving charge. Right. But Chris, At 2.30 Chris, in the morning, Chris, he left the when scene. When I was he coming lied. down, to, Chris, when I come to the Suitland Parkway, when I was doing the junkies and I'm coming in at 4 in the morning, guess what? I got people I got people going by me 100 miles Brother, an hour. I, I see it all they the time, do too. It, yes, they do it all. The People do that I, all the time. I know, but 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 you know what? It doesn't, doesn't always make lead. it right, no, but it, still. But it also doesn't lead to two deaths all the time. It, I mean, maybe it does. I It doesn't always lead to two deaths, gonna, and, and, you're, and, you know and you're not a top five prospect in the NFL. Guess what? We have a college basketball prospect in the same boat right now, Brandon Miller from Alabama. Okay, well, that's a different circumstance, but how right? is it a different circumstance? Well, I mean, he made it. I mean, he made a. I mean, what I'm saying legally, it's a different circumstance. Like he was, but I, legally, I mean, we it's can't just say like, he was an innocent bystander. Cor- even that's though his, correct. Even though his but lawyers just like are Jay saying Billis, basically was just like Jay Billis said, Jalen Carter here, just like Brandon Miller has rights. And legally, legally, you know, Brandon Miller didn't know that transporting a guy's weapon to himself was going to directly result in someone losing their life. Because the text does not say, hey, I got to go. I got to go get revenge on somebody or I'm pissed off at somebody. I need you to bring me my weapon. Now, the counter for that would be me, 49 year old dumb me, would be saying, oh, like, if somebody asked me to transport a gun under a hat or smoke or whatever the hell they called it, I would be like, uh, yeah, uh, no, 
I'm not doing that. I don't even know who's got a license to possess it. I'm not getting busted for that. I'm not getting involved See, in this. What if that we all is- say that easily now? But if 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 you're 18, say 19. your wife your wife's got a you know a permit, okay, to to or your girlfriend's got a permit to carry, okay, and she says, hey, can you can you you know bring me my weapon? I'm going to a, a difficult part of town. I just want to make sure I've got some protection, okay, and then she ends up having to use the weapon, okay. Have you directly, you know, contributed to her blasting somebody in an alley here because she got accosted here in D.C. somewhere? No. I, I mean, it. it I, I see what you're saying because that's where Brandon I, Miller is, right? But it doesn't. It, it doesn't have to be like your wife, your girlfriend, your brother, your sister. What? It could be anybody, right? So this is his teammate and friend. I understand what you're saying. Nobody's saying Brandon Miller should be thrown in jail, or I'm not saying that. I mean, that. what happened to the other people in the car is an unfortunate byproduct of all of them acting recklessly. Right. Well, he, But here, you have to believe that you have to believe the alcohol factor contributed even more yeah. to the other vehicle because Carter didn't wreck his vehicle. Dumas no. Johnson didn't wreck his vehicle. right. right. I mean, if I got a, if, if, if I mean, obviously, I'm not an alcohol consumer, so I don't know what it's like to have a blood alcohol level of point one nine seven. Again, Carter did not like; he did not cause what happened. But was he a witness? Was he involved? Right. Was he and that there? type of stuff? Yes, that's what the police have to prove okay. because allegedly, like Carter is saying, according to some of these reports you know, about the changing story yeah. and everything like that, he is essentially saying that stuff is not accurate. Okay, listen, you care much more about the legal semantics than I do. However this gets hashed out, the kid's not going to jail, and he'll be fine, okay? I care more about if I invest a top-five pick, if I'm the Washington Commanders at 16, mm-hmm. is that is that somebody I want to invest in head over heels? And, and the answer, again, for me was... Yes, at 16 with trepidation. If I'm in the top five, if I'm the Chicago Bears, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, if I'm the new uh, the Carolina Panthers, whatever. Chicago Bears. Well, I, I mentioned the Bears. Uh, Houston Texans, whatever. Texans are taking a quarterback. Okay, but, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if I'm in the top five, mm-hmm. the answer is not yes with trepidation. The answer is I don't know. And if I don't know, based on my – Again, surface level understanding of what happened here and what went down. If I if the answer is I don't know, for me, this is Chris, dummy me, saying, ah, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna invest a top five pick in him. I'm gonna let someone else make that potential mistake and risk and reward. That being said, you could be you could make a mistake and lose out on an all-world talent, but you could also make a mistake thinking you could get an all-world talent and that you'll be able to keep him on the straight and narrow. Again, guys change with money. Guys change with power. Guys change with spotlight. Uh, people maybe have a bad day, a bad moment, what have you, and maybe it's a one-time isolated thing. But, Pete, I'm telling you, if I'm the Chicago Bears, if I'm Team X in the top five, how could you not be scared to death? How could you not be 
paralyzed by fear that I'm taking a kid that's going to make terrible decisions. We see you on the lines. We'll get to you next. 301-230-0980. Jalen Carter with the charges that are up against him. You know some general managers may get nervous and pass. What if he got all the way down to 16? Would you take him if you were the general manager of the Washington Commanders? Call us now, 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst still noon right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. I love it. Doc Walker, old school. Just use some wipes in your car. You can wash yourself off after practice. You don't need a shower. Doc coming up with Burgundy and Gold today, top of the hour. Jalen Carter. Obviously some, you know, unfortunate charges against him. Uh, activities that may have led to an accident indirectly. Uh, that took the life of a former teammate and, of course, one of the recruiting staffers at the University of Georgia. He has uh, met those responsibilities, returning to Athens, posting a small bond, and has already made it back to the combine, uh, where he is going to face the music and obviously continue to interview uh, with teams, as he's expected. In terms of talent, there's no doubt. He might be the best football player in the entire draft. The question ultimately is, we've seen players like this drop unceremoniously, uh, through the draft. And if you're the commanders at 16, would you add this tremendous football player to your stable of outstanding defensive tackles? Because at 16, it's just too good of a value to pass up. 301-230-0980. We'll start things off with Keith and Clinton. What's up, Keith? Hey, what's up, Pete? How you doing, man? Hey, Chris. How you guys doing? Hey, Keith. What's going on, bud? All right. Um, honestly, yeah, if, if he drops to 16, which he won't, I would take him. But he's not getting past five. Now, I understand I'm going to proceed with caution, yeah, you understand, um, and, and, and taking him. But at the same token, think about this. We all did something stupid in college, when we were, um, you know, until we matured. I mean, I was running back at TSU. I'm not going to tell you what I did wrong, but I did something stupid in college too, you know. I'm nowhere near or anything like that person back then. Matured to be uh, um, a, man, a true man of God, you know. Um, and everything like that, doing things the right way and helping the community out in so many ways. Um, but if he was, if he had um, bumped him off the road or something and caused him to crash and then tried to lie about it, then I would say, no, I'm not dealing with him. There's character issues and everything else. Because they're teenagers. We all had character issues. We know that. All right. Because um, I'm, like he said, like P said, I'm riding down Route 5 and Susan Parkway and cars are flying by me all the time. I mean, couples. And if I decide to get into that race with them, with my car as old as I am, get inside to get into that race with them, and I crash, that's not their fault. That's my fault. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I can't really blame them for that. I mean, think about it before I close out. They did one sap like that. One sap got hit with something. But one sap, you know, he, he dealt with what he had to deal with, um, came back, and, and society doesn't does even think about it now. I mean, he didn't cause a life, no, but still, we all did something dumb. He did something dumb that caused him to drop. We wish he had gotten them. We would take him. So, yeah, I would definitely take him, but proceed with caution. Which is essentially what I think both of us, right? I mean, Pete has less caution maybe about it than I do, but I think we're all in agreement that we would do it, right? Absolutely. Let's go to line three. Steve's in Columbia. What's up, Steve? Appreciate you. Uh, Let's go here. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? All right. 
Good. I, I agree with the last caller, and I kind of agree with you. I just look at it like, hey, we were all young and dumb at one time uh, and did things like that. This is very serious, though, and I would just do a good character background search on them and, you know, in your face-to-face interviews, get a feel for them about any other things that have happened in this past that were this serious, but I definitely uh, would take him. Steve, appreciate the call. You Thanks, can Steve. bet, Chris, that NFL security is in his background mm-hmm. like you would not believe right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and Martin Mayhew said yesterday at the combine when he talked uh, at the big press conference to everyone, so it was a lot of generic questions about you know the combine and the league and whatever, he said, uh, and I, I don't have the direct quote in front of me, I, I watched it yesterday and I saw the transcript, basically that the commanders – and I would assume most other NFL teams use a private security mm-hmm. firm to do all this background check investigations, what have you, in addition to, again, the road scouts who are at Georgia practices, who are at Georgia facilities, who are talking to teammates, coaches, uh you know, school personnel people to get as many different opinions, talking to the player himself. Um, the only the only thing that I would just continue to say again, sometimes by just doing a couple of interviews or by talking to a couple of people, you don't get the full picture. You know, like you can't get the full picture of what makes Chris Russell Chris Russell by talking to Pete Medhurst and 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 Matt Essick. You can't. You know what? Because you guys know me, the work, Chris Russell, the three hours a day, three and a half hours a day that we spend together, but you don't know me the rest of the 21 hours a day or 20 hours a day. No, because you're a different person than sure. the person that gets portrayed on Twitter as sure. just this awful human being. Right. Which is the most, against the commanders. Right, which is the most ridiculous. And life. Yes, which is the most ridiculous thing in the world. And Six dollar ground beef. And people are numb nuts and idiots and dum-dums. Speaking of which, we had dum-dum of the day coming up. Let's go to Paulie. What's up, Paulie? Uh, to the W. Cousin Pete, what's good, man? It's always good, my doing? friend. Hey, how you doing, man? Rufio, man. Was, uh, hey, let's start, start this off with you. Oh, you wrong. 2.38 a.m., Paulie. How are you, pal? Nice to see you. Hey, man, it's, it's jumping at 2.38, man. You wouldn't know, though. You too full of stuff to sleep That's right. right at time. That's right. I got a prime Anyways. time. I got a prime time spot, Polly. Yeah, ramen, ramen noodles and diet coke. Anyway, ramen noodles. <laughs> the NFL can the NFL can suspend Jalen Carter if they wanted to. I don't think they can. They did, it, they did it. They did it to Pryor from Ohio State. Remember? Uh, remember. The whole selling of the, the tattoos and selling the, the chains or whatever he did, they suspended him before he even got into the league. All right, I, I'm going to gonna have to do some research State. on that. I'll, I'll go back and check. Do, I, do your research. Oh, I'm okay, telling. okay, okay. Okay. Okay, relax. I don't remember every single incident of, of, of behavior. I'm sorry. Maybe you do. Okay, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not calling. I'm just. I'm letting you know it, it, it happened before. Okay. That's all, man. Anybody right. attacking okay. you? Calm down. Okay. All right. You can you, you preconditioned to just be defensive. Calm down. Anyways, man, I, I agree with a lot of these other callers, man. Look, listen. The blame, you know, and and you know, rest in peace. You know, what I mean, and condolences to these people's families. But the blame is on the two people in their vehicle, man. You know, you know, they the ones who was drinking. You know, the, she made the decision to drive. 
the other guy made a just made the decision to let her drive. I mean, I mean, it, it, you could even go as far as if they was at a bar, who didn't stop them from drinking? Did the bartender stop? Are we going after the bartender? Because there's laws against that also. And sometimes you know? they do, Paul. You bring up a good point. Sometimes they do go after uh, the 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 bartender or the club for serving them too much. Exactly. So, bar, are we hearing about that? No, we're not. And it's also, you know, it, 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 what disturbs me is the part that this happened, what, three, four weeks ago, and you wait until the man is going to a combine. To, to to bring this out, you know, in the public, almost like you're trying to, you know, like you're trying to hurt him. I mean, I understand people's feelings are hurt or whatever, but I, the, the timing of it all, it just doesn't sit right with me about that, man. Yeah, but and, Paul, and I mean, it's you, I mean, of, it's not like it was six months ago, Paulie. It was three weeks ago, you know. I, I, I understand that, but it, but they waited until the day of the combine. Come on, man. Hey, but look, you know what I wanted to say was, what I wanted to say was, you know. We had this a couple of years ago with Michael Parsons. Yep. Teams passed on Michael Parsons. Yep. Now all these other teams wish they would have took Michael Parsons. And and you our know, freaking so, division rival, think- Pauly, not only did Dallas take him, our division rival, but they were in panic mode because both of the corners they wanted went off the board, so they traded back so they could figure out what they wanted to do, was- and they luck-boxed into freaking Michael Parsons. And they still was able to take him exactly, oh, right? Exactly, but it doesn't man. always work so, out. Th- but it doesn't always work out that way, you know. I mean, it it just but doesn't. But let me say this though, man. I'm out here on these roads every night, man. For most of y'all know, I drive mm-hmm. a tow truck, you know. Right. So I'm out here every night. I see all kinds of actions, man. I've seen cars folded up, flipped over, crushed like cans, and I see people just walk away. I've seen some people run away. Things like that. And then I see. I mean, honestly. And then I see. Then I seen accidents with minimal to no damage to a vehicle, and you know they put a cloth over these people. You know, so we don't know what happened with yeah. Jalen Carter. You say he left the scene. We he doesn't know how serious the incident is. It could have been something simple. He think like, okay, I'll, I'll spin around off the next exit or something, or. He's waiting for that phone call or whatever it was. So we can't just say, oh, he left the scene of an accident because you don't know how serious the accident is. You can't just look and see an accident and say, oh, I need to go help. They lose it because, like I said, I mean, did anybody think that the uh, – Paulie, I I wasn't there and I wasn't in Jalen Carter's head. All I know is two two people wound up dead. People who are old enough to remember, Dale Earnhardt. Yes. That look like the type no. Of no. Again, but 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 you're still not whether it's fatal or not, whether it's serious or not, you're still not supposed to leave the site of an accident. But we don't. You don't know if he was there. I'm just saying, Bully, all, riding, all I know is he's been charged. all I know is he was uh, charged and 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 bonded out of jail. Okay, I mean, that's all I know. It's three sides of the story. He I, was charged. I got it. He's saying he's going to be exonerated. I got so it. Don't well, know. you know, I, an, I'll wait for him to be exonerated. Listen, I'm just giving another side of the story. But you, but basically, you're saying he's guilty until he proves himself uh, innocent. Well, yeah, that's how, how that's how I operate for the most be part. Innocent until proven guilty. Well, that's how that's, that's how others you operate. He's guilty. You you say he was charged, so this is the side I'm going to believe. I march to the beat of my own drummer, Paulie. You know, you know, you march to the beat of a lot of drummers. <laughs> you just want to act like you don't, Paulie. Whatever, man. Always, always, Anyways, like I said. Always like remember, Paulie. If he falls us at sixteen, somebody's getting traded. 
even that pick is getting traded because a lot of teams is going to want Jalen Carter, a top five talent, that value at that pick. Or I'm going to get rid of De'Ron Payne and just start to reset the whole clock on his defensive tackle. Paulie, always remember, you're on at 2.38 a.m. I'm on at 11.38 a.m. Hey, man, always remember, you always remember you riding on, on, on Cousin Pete coattails. Remember that. Appreciate you. Let's get Cliff in here real quick. I got two things I want to hit before we get to the trending. So, Cliff, go ahead. Yeah, uh, good morning, y'all. Um, hey, um, piggybacking off of uh, Paulie. Um, they saying um, that um, the guy was charged and he had bonded out. But um, did um, um a question um did um former wide receiver from uh, Alabama Henry Ruggs the third that was drafted by the Raiders did yep. he ever play a professional game before um he got cut yeah oh yeah um, he, he played he, yeah he played for like a year cut? and a half. Oh okay, I thought he had got cut as a rookie. No 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 no. no, no. no. Not not a guy with that oh. kind of speed. No way. He oh, okay. he, he can fly. Okay. 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 That that was that was it. That was my question. That was okay. it. No problem. All right. Appreciate All you, Cliff. Right. Uh, two All things. Right. Two things I want to get to first. Uh, Martin Mayhew uh, yesterday on Sam Howe being able to watch a veteran QB or in the case of last year veteran QBs. Mm-hmm. Um, Thinks it's tremendous value. Don't think it's any coincidence that Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes are two of the best quarterbacks in the league. They have the benefit of being able to sit behind a quality quarterback, sit and learn for some period of time. Mahomes and uh, Howell, rookie seasons, mimic each other. They both played the last game. Right. The the difference would be is that Alex Smith was playing at a Pro Bowl level, and I actually made the Pro Bowl, I think, that year, Mm -hmm. whereas Howell was watching – and he said, the dy- undynamic tag team duo right. of Taylor Heineken. And he said, I'm obviously not saying that Sam is those guys right now, but I'm saying that I think there's right. a lot of benefit to coming in without the immediate pressure sure. every single week to learn a different game plan, sure. to play against a different team, to play a longer season than you've ever played in your life with grown men and different schemes that you're seeing you haven't seen before. I think that's one of the things as a league where we really have failed is in developing quarterbacks. I think Martin Mayhew crushed it right there out of the box. He is 100% right. And the reason for that, I believe, is because the bad teams get to pick first. They pick a very talented quarterback. Sometime their team is not ready for that talent and have immediate pressure to put the player on the field. And so many guys have failed for that reason. So I think it's going to help Sam a lot. Thoughts on that? And I think it's... I think he hits it right out of the box. We have failed young quarterbacks. Yes. To Ron's point about, you know, you build up the team and then you you try to go get the quarterback. I absolutely agree by and large. The problem is, is how that's going to be spun. And again, maybe this is more of a media thing. You know it's going to happen. It won't happen on this show, but it's already going through my mind. Oh, yeah, Sam Howell is Patrick Mahomes and, and Aaron Rodgers. Like the GM is compare is putting him in that grouping. That's how it's going to be spun. Mm-hmm. Not true, not accurate, but that's how it's going to be spun. Number one, number two. Even if you watch, there's no guarantee. Like Jordan Love when he takes over for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay this year, there's no guarantee that just because he was watching the last couple of years that he's going to be good. Could he? Is he going to be better than if he had been forced to play three years ago? Absolutely. 
at or at least he should. But it still doesn't absolutely prevent you from throwing up all over yourself. Also worth noting, he talked about how uh, Eric Bieniemy, Jack Del Rio, the coordinators, are very involved in what they do and the players that they're they trying to free agency and draft uh, in terms of trying to upgrade uh, the roster. No surprises there. Uh, two other things I want to get to. Rashad Bateman responding to Eric DaCosta yesterday in a way – DaCosta comes across, they ta- asked him about drafting wide receivers and the failures that they've had in that category. Okay, Bateman on Twitter says, how about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight? Blame the one you let do this. We take heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happens. Ain't no promises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. So who who he wants to blame? He's Bateman is saying it's DaCosta's fault. Yes, and probably Greg Roman is. He said, "Blame yeah. the one yeah. you let do this," yeah. which is Greg Roman right. or John Harbaugh, uh, one I, or the other. I'm sorry, I'll I'll side with I'll side with Greg Roman, John Harbaugh, and, and Eric DaCosta before I side with Rashad Bateman. I'm just saying that's an Lamar interesting. Jackson, that's a feisty Hollywood Brown. That's a feisty retort right yeah. there. That is, you know, Rashad Bateman could get. Uh, you know, I mean. Hey, Rashad, uh, buddy, stay on the field. How about that? Let's start there. Stay on the field. Finally, Lars Eller dealt to Colorado as the Capitals try to continue to reload. Look, I mean, this is a 2024 draft pick or 25 draft pick. They get back in return. um, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not any sort of immediate help. Uh, Just the end of an error, right? They are opening up a lot of cap space at the end of this year, though, finally, that they have not had – as they look to retool. And, and and hey, Tommy Wilson stepping up last night and they get a 3-2 win. That's the thing that's important, what you just said. It's not so much the what you get back. It's, hey, we weren't going to sign these guys after this year, mm-hmm. so we might as well, A, get something, and B, we were going to have most of this cap room anyway, but in some cases we can get the cap room and something in return as opposed to just letting people as walk opposed for nothing. to thinking that you are good enough to contend. Yeah. This Capitals team realized maybe it took Alex Ovechkin, unfortunately, to miss four games and a five game losing streak. This Capitals team woke up at some point and said, Brian McClellan, Peter Laviolette, they all said, Look, we can try, but we're not good enough to win it this year. So we might as well help ourselves in the future. Capitals get the 3-2 win last night. Giant wins for GW and an even bigger win for uh, George Mason over Fordham as we had Kim English on on Tuesday previewing that game. Yep. Fordham at 23-5 and coming in. The Atlantic 10 tournament is going to be, I mean, just a, a unbelievable few days of basketball. VCU clearly the team to beat there. But George Mason and GW, both 10-7 and seven in the Atlantic 10. That's tremendous progress because I, I was on the side of Mason should look back to getting into the CAA or somewhere else. Uh, maybe maybe they can compete in the Atlantic 10 because outside of ECU, everybody else seems to be in a, uh, a big jumble of teams. I know Maryland lost last night. Bright spots, though, for the Terps. Back-to-back games where Julian Reese and Don Carey actually play good basketball uh, for the Terrapins. Not many nights you're going to get nine for 29 from your big three, Hart, Young, uh, and Dante Scott. But the fact that 
they did get games from Reese and Carey the way they did, I think that's important going toward the Big Ten tournament and eventually in the NCAA tournament for the Terrapins. Georgetown gets blown out. Two monster games in the area tonight. American at Navy in the Patriot League quarterfinals. I'll have the call on ESPN+. And top spot in the MEAC on the line over at Bird Gymnasium. Norfolk State in town to take on Howard. Chris has a look at what's trending. All right, we just talked about the big overtime win for the Capitals last night. Of course, minus Lars Eller, who was traded earlier in the day, as Pete just detailed, to Colorado uh, in their pursuit to win a second Stanley Cup in a row. Tom Wilson, two goals, including the game winner, poking home an overtime tally, again, to get the two points for the Capitals sorely needed. Meanwhile, the Wizards back home tonight, first of two in a row against the Toronto Raptors. 6.45 the pre right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app with Dave Johnson and friends again. Toronto Wiz currently in the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference. Defensive line linebacker prospects working out later today in Indianapolis. One of those defensive linemen, Jalen Carter, he won't be participating on the field, but he is back at the combine as we detailed earlier this hour. If you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind. Should the Commanders be interested in drafting Jalen Carter if he drops all the way to 16? It's possible. Unlikely, but possible. We talked about it all. Again, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature on the Team 980. He's just doing interviews, measurements, and other activities, according to multiple reports. And that's what's trending. Georgetown took the hammer from Creighton last night, 99-59 in men's hoops. Congratulations to Georgetown freshman Kennedy Fauntleroy, the Big East freshman of the year on the women's side. Wait, what's the last name? Fauntleroy. Oh, I thought you said Fartleroy. No. Though I, like, I though I want to make I will make you laugh. Name. I will make you laugh. We have a horse that races at Rosecroft. Uh-huh. PL who farted. <laughs> It's it's spelled H O O F E A R T E D. No Rosecroft for you tonight, right? No, my uh, man because, Thomas because, Kearney, the voice of Shenandoah Raceway, right. filling in for me because you're your Navy. Because I got Navy and right. American on ESPN. Navy Plus doesn't tonight. normally play on Thursday nights, so right. That's why you have correct the structure. Patriot so League check out Pete. quarterfinals. Winner go home on ESPN Plus on tonight ESPN and Plus. on the Odyssey app. Right uh, there, you go. There Just you search go. WNAV on the Odyssey app. There you go, and it will come up for you. Right now, at this time, you know what we do. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All righty, Dateline, Canada. Canadian high school teacher. Well, at least it's not Florida. Mm-hmm. Canadian high school teacher put on paid leave on Tuesday, Pete. What did she do, eh? Well, it's a good question, eh? She apparently decided recently and up until Tuesday to wear massive, and I mean massive, Z-cup prosthetic breasts. Z? Did you say? Z, as in zebra. Dude. Z-cup prosthetic. How big is Z-cup? Well, they're enormous. They're enormous. If you've seen the picture, and I'm going to show you the picture of... Uh, what's her name? Um, 
uh, Lemieux. Uh, I'm sorry, Kayla Lemieux, not Mario Lemieux, but Kayla say. Lemieux. Claude Lemieux, and not Mario Lemieux, not Claude Lemieux. But here's Kayla oh Lemieux's aesthetic. First of all, and nipples. Is that a man or a woman? Well, I, that was a good question. I had the same question. I'm just gonna go right now with Kayla Lemieux. That not being the most flattering picture, but she could be a man, could be a woman. I'm not sure. But all I know, prosthetic breasts, nipples showing clearly through the very, very tight shirt, (laughs) Z-cup, all of that stuff. Teachers, parents were outraged. One mother named Lynn told the school board that, uh, quote, forms of identity and expression presented in the school environment must be scrutinized against the child's safeguarding practices. Uh, Basically, parents have been raging for months. The board had nothing to say. Photos and videos taken of her wearing tight clothing with the large nipples protruding under the fabric of her top. Again, numerous threats of violence against the teacher and school officials. They finally came into this whole thing and they said, you know what? Instead of in, instead of making her teach and continuing this controversy again, we're going to put her on basically paid suspension. So again, it's paid leave. It's not like we're firing her. It's, we don't know what the hell to do. We're going to do this. So here's where the dum-dum of the day comes in. I'm sorry, okay? We can all have pride in ourselves. We can all look the way we want. We can all feel better about ourselves based on certain clothing, based on certain identities, based on whatever. If you're a teacher and you're working with little children, young children, let's just put young young children to young adults. I'll tell you what, those are bigger than some first graders. <laughs> exactly. Here's what you don't do. You don't wear Z-cup prosthetic breasts with your nipples poking through your shirt. Don't do it. I don't care what identity you need. I don't care who you think you are. Don't do it. Honey, take the damn prosthetic breasts, which apparently you can take off and put on a shelf somewhere and <laughs> put them in Put them in the refrigerator and do something else. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. I'm telling you, those are bigger than some infants that are birthed. You got a six-pound, 15-ounce baby like I was. I was six pounds, 15 ounces. I'm smaller than those things. No doubt about that. You Google. What's her name? Kayla Lemieux. You Google Kayla Lemieux and you tell me, people. I uh, I mean, apparently she's in transition. Okay. I, I was gonna say she looked a little Yeah. She looked a little different. Yeah. God bless her. I hope it works out for her. But there are vocations that you can have that you can make a lot of money. A lot more money than teaching. Especially if you're gonna go with prosthetic Z's. In this case, that's the thing. If it was natural, like, and, and, you know, because there's part of the story that, you know, she has some sort of medical condition. I don't know enough about that. But if you're wearing prosthetics, meaning something you can presumably control, right? Yeah. I mean, like, D, D is okay. Yeah. Z? Take, take it from Pete. D Z, is okay. Z looks like a beach ball. 
<laughs> beach ball is one way to describe it. Looks like a watermelon. Speaking of the beach, the man from the West Coast who did the most for your Washington Redskins, winning a Super Bowl, Doc Walker. Burgundy and gold today. Next, right here. Scotty Jacks, too. Is oh, he's here, too? Yeah. Great. Hi, Scott. I, can't, I don't have eyes in the back of yeah. my head. So, Doc and Scott, coming up next, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.